And welcome to Common Talkers, where comics is always the top of our discussion. My name is Brandon. And I'm William. And today, we, in honor of Star Wars Month, um, we are going to go into our Forgotten Hero segment. And before I do that, Willie, you want to kind of remind fans what our purpose is of Forgotten Hero, Forgotten Villain, so on and so forth? So our Forgotten Hero segment, um, in the world of comics, there are a lot of characters and a lot of superheroes that get brought into the world. Quite oftentimes, some of them get overlooked, and we only focus on the main ones that we see every day, like Iron Man, Superman, Batman, uh, Thor, all those. But there are a lot of characters in the sidelines and side stories that are really good characters, but they just don't get a lot of focus. So in this case with Star Wars, we're going to be talking about one of the most... uh, notable characters in Star Wars lore that has had some popularity but kind of has died down and a lot of the fans wish that he would come to canon. So our forgotten force user is going to be and we said forgotten force user just to make sure we say it correctly it's going to be Darth Revan. Um, Willie I'm going to ask you this um, what was some of your fondest memories of Darth Revan? as you grew up, how were you introduced to this character as well? So I was introduced to this character in uh, the Knights of the Old Republic video games where you play, you pretty much play as him for in the first one. And going back and looking more into it, I kind of like how his story is very complex where he starts as a Jedi, then goes to the Sith and then eventually goes back to the Jedi and it's it's a very he's a very unique character who has a lot of history behind him and has made a lot of influence on the world of Star Wars. Now, we want to mention this at this point, too, before I kind of dive well, before we dive deeper into this, that Revan has somewhat been considered to be canon. Now, the reason he is canon is because his what was it? That there is an ancient Sith Lord named Revan that has been established in the Star Wars canon with being mentioned in Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, The Visual Dictionary in 2019. So, Willie, I know you have an interesting aspect of that um, being that he is canon, but he isn't canon. Uh, Yeah. So, for me, it's like, it's clear he's canon in the lore, um, but me and a lot of the other fan base that we want to see him brought to life. So my personal stance is until he's put on screen until we see him on screen, he's not officially Canon. He's just lore Canon. Right. Um, so again, like my fondest memories of him, of course, is through the Knights of the old Republic game. Um, I did love his character. Um, He did grow on me at some points. And it's just really great to kind of see him. Hopefully we get him more later on. Hopefully in canon here soon. Um, But for anybody who does not know, he actually made his first appearance in Star Wars lore in 2004's BioWare's game entitled Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Um, So if you're ready, Will, let's jump right into some of his history. I'm not even going to go over his powers and abilities because... He's a force user. They kind of have, I wouldn't say all the same abilities. Like, how would you describe it, Will, with his force abilities? His force abilities is 
so for like most force abilities on the light side, you have persuasion skills, you have uh, force pushing, you have lightsaber control, so you can throw it and have it come back to you. Uh, and then when you go to the dark side, it more focuses on the aspect of uh, doing damage. So there's force lightning, force choking, uh, there's uh, drain health, there's intimidation. So he's one of the ones that has kind of been on both sides of the force and has mastered both light and dark uh, force abilities. So he does have a very broad spec of his abilities. Like, you know, of course, he has force lightning. There's so many things that this guy has. And but the main focus we want to do is kind of go over his backstory today. Um, so. Without, I think, without further ado, I think we should just jump right into it. Um, the story, or at least for Darth Revan's story, is set four thousand years in the past. Four thousand, and we mean that by four thousand years prior to the events of the Skywalker Saga. Um, this is set during the time period where that both the Galactic Republic and the Sith or Sith Empire were kind of in their prime a little bit, kind of, you know, you know that they were both in rule, both in charge. Um, before the events transpired um, during the Mandalorian Wars, um, which the Mandalorian Wars will be a big part in Darth Revan's turn. Um, Darth Revan, along with Revan's Sith apprentice, Darth Malak, were both respected Jedi Knights. Um, plus, during this time, Revan acted as the supreme commander of not only the Jedi, but also the Galactic Republic forces. Now, we enter the Mandalorian Wars. Now, Willie, do you kind of remember or know a little bit about why the Mandalorian Wars took place or why Revan felt like he needed to intervene? Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't remember exactly why the Mandalorian Wars were going on. But the reason that uh, Revan decided it was time for him to take a stand is that the Galactic Republic and the Jedi Council were kind of just trying to take a step aside uh the jedi council specifically they just felt that it wasn't their place to get involved it wasn't their war and there was just too much going on that they felt that it was going to be too far out of their power to control it and get it like under control mm -hmm. so they just decided to step aside not get involved at all and revan felt that it was it it was just it wasn't the right move it was just too uh it was just too cowardice to just step aside and when they obviously had the ability and the potential to help so he decided to take that mo that uh opportunity to go fight in this war and he brought along Darth Malak, who at the time was known as Alec. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they they felt that it was just their uh, the best way to stop the war. Right. Now, what the whole purpose of the Mandalorian War, why it took place, is Mandalorians actually um, started to invade um, Galactic Republic um, planets out on the Outer Rim. And so that's where Darth Revan felt like, hey, we need to intervene here or this is going to get out of control. And like Willie said, the whole thing of Jedi just felt like we need to stay out of this. This is not our fight. We need to move forward. 
Um, it's essentially why him and Malik left the order is because they felt like they could not accept that fate. They felt that they needed to step in and help these guys, um, which they do. Um, they Like we said, they both lead the Jedi Order for this. Um, and after the war concluded, both Revan and Malik were captured and turned to the dark side of the forest by the Emperor of the Sith. So over time, Revan and Malik um, would break free from the Emperor's, the Emperor of the Sith's control, but still twisted by the dark side of the force, um, declared themselves leaders of this new Sith Empire. Um, Revan pretty much takes Malik in as his apprentice and takes all these or takes command of all the Republic soldiers and ships that decided to follow these two, um, which created a new army for their empire. Um, with this army, Revan declares war against the Galactic Republic. His goal is to unite the galaxy underneath one ruler. Now, I find this interesting because I love how they're both respected Jedi Knights. Mm -hmm. And yet, Revan went, you're underneath me, buddy. It, 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 like, you would think that you got to realize now Malik's out for your power, which he does come after. Um, at this point, Malik, of course, just like any Sith that wants more power, um, decides to try to upsurp his power. Now, what happens is, is that Malik orders his cannons on his ship to target the bridge of Revan's ship. Before, uh, before any of that happens, though, an uh, important thing to point out is that at the time, Malik was okay being the apprentice of Revan. And it wasn't until they went on a journey to go find uh, what is called the Starforge that helped give them more power to uh, kind of defeat their enemies that Malik saw that it was a time for him to then turn on his master to get the power for himself. Right, I did. I apologize because Starforge does play a big part later on um, in Revan's story as well. Um, so thank you, Willie. I totally even spaced about that. I was like, oh, just Darth Malik turned on him. It's just like, bam, you know. Um, but Darth Malik, um, like we said, orders his cannons to fire upon the bridge of Revan's ship, and that's the end of the story, right? Well, I, I swear this is just the end of the story of Revan, right? It just he gets shot at, and that's totally. How yeah, totally yeah. the end. Guess what? Rongo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, there's a lot more. Yeah. So, but let's let's go to the Knights of the Old Republic time. Frame. Yeah. So at at this point, uh, after Malik turned his guns on Revan's ship, Revan then actually gets also invaded by uh, members of the Jedi. And after being bested in a battle against Bastila, um, Bastila Shan, he gets injured and to the point where he loses his memories. Uh, at that point, Bastila then captures him and kind of like helps transform his life and convincing him that he's just a rebel soldier or a, a Republic soldier. So uh, at that point, uh, embracing his new identity as a rebel soldier goes and just trains 
and just restarts his life until uh, eventually an attack on uh, the ship that Bastila was part of then got him got him to more understand that he does have he is tied to the force right now with this though too um later on we see um pretty much it's like in some ways like the jedi council kind of brainwashed him a little bit to give him a false identity to give him everything so that he does not remember who he is mm-hmm. um now you know, of course, the goal for this was that they hoped that Revan would not re- would return to the light side of the Force instead of being their enemy on the dark side of the Force. Um, now, throughout this period, Revan still remains clueless of who he is. Um, but during this time, Revan is trained by Basti- or, or, Bastila. Bastila, thank you, um, as a Jedi. She's trained. Or she's training him. And in the process of doing this, during their training, they go from planet to planet in search of the Star Force. Now, like I said, this does play a big part in the story. So I thank Will for bringing that up because I totally spaced that in my notes. <laughs> uh, but during this, um, so Will, let me ask you this. Um, I know we talked about the Sarge Forge before. Do you kind of know what what it does or kind of have a little brief history of what it, why they're in search of it now at this point in time? So it's been a while since I played the video games, so I'm not entirely knowledgeable on it. But from what I've read up, it's essentially a um, a machine-like weapon that can kind of like build more machines and machine-like weapons. So it was essentially just a compute, a like kind of like a computer that can generate its own military force. Right. And that was why Revan and Malak were searching for it in the first place. Right. And now with the purpose of them or with Revan now on the light side of the force, as of right now, because Revan mm-hmm. at this point in time still does not know what he really is. Um, it, it Willie, you explained it cor- or really well on the whole what it, the purpose is. But the purpose of trying to find it now is to destroy it. Yeah. And pretty much help. So that would pretty much help him defeat Darth Malak at this point in time. Um, during this crusade, he does confront Malik. And during their fight, he learns about his true identity. Um, he then is pretty much given a choice. Follow the light side and save the galaxy. Or turn to the dark side, which leads Revan to killing Malik and reclaiming his title. Yeah. Now. And I think one of the events that kind of kind of helped influence his choice was the fact that Darth Malak when giving him the choice captures Bastila who Revan had grown a large connection to and um, kind of threatened to harm her was there was there also a vision of him too or like a vision that he has that there's a bigger danger than what we're realizing um I don't remember the vision yeah, I can't remember. I it's been a while since I played the game, but I thought there was something that's like because like it's like in some ways he also too was thinking that, but he also is kind of like, hey, I have to think this way too, and what's going to be more dangerous, or what's going to be more for me, and pretty much. So Willie, what what side does he decide to go with? 
So after everything, the decision that Revan goes with is he sticks more towards the light side. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go back to being like to considering himself a Jedi. Uh, because the connection that he has with Bastila, he realizes is love, which Jedi's aren't supposed to have. So, but he does go towards more, more towards the light side, in order to stop Malik and get Bastila back. And he, what was it? So, what was it? The whole thing ends pretty much with him. He becomes a Jedi Master at one point. He marries Jedi Knight Bastila. And has a son named Banner Sean. Um, so this was a kind of an interesting story. Um, I feel that's a good place to end because there is other parts of his story, but it kind of is like a what if story. Like, what if he did turn back to the dark side of the force? What if he did certain things? Um, Willie, let me ask you this. Um and before this- that, there actually is more like after the fact story. There is more to his story, but that's where it gets a bit more complex and it it's the part of the story that leads to his uh, inevitable death. But um, that part of the story would be for me to say, if you want to know this stuff, you should read into the lore and get like some of his backstory more and figure out what goes on because that's really confusing, but also engaging. So right. now let me ask you this. In this case, if you were put in Revan's shoes, would you take the light side as well? Or would you take the dark side? Would you reclaim what you had or get back what or to keep what you already have at this point? I would say I would mostly take the same path that Revan did, which was at the end of the day, you took his loved one and I want to get her back. So that was kind of the choice. That was kind of the choice that Revan did make was he just, he mainly just wanted to get Bastila back. And in the process that meant he had to kill Malik. Now in this part, what do you feel like? I know, like you said, there's more past this, but this Mm -hmm. is where I feel Disney really should adapt this story. Yeah. Not so. And I wouldn't go past this point at this point. Don't make it too complex where we're not going to like this. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, what do you feel about this history and do you feel Disney could adapt it up to the point that we discussed? Let me ask you that. I think it would be the, it, like personally, I think it would be the best choice for them to make if they did Knights of the Old Republic to follow this story. I think Revan already has a really interesting history behind him. Uh, he does have a lot of influence on, like if you go, if you know the lore, he has a lot of influence on other dark lords that have like been talked about in the past or have made appearances and with his story it's very unique because you're not just looking at the jedi side you're not just looking at the sith side he does play that middle ground uh gray jedi aspect that i like a lot now let me ask you ask you this do you feel if they ever, if Disney finally has, um, I don't want to say that word, but I'll say, finally has the guts to finally say, um, let's make this. Do you have a fear that it's they're going to try to adapt it too closely to what Darth Vader's story is? 
just reversed. Because in some ways, when you really think about it, Anakin was brainwashed to go to the dark side of the force. Yeah. So what is, is it going to be reversed is the question. I think it would be, but I also think it might not be a bad thing. I Because I, I think that we already have a story where uh, the good guys go bad, but to see it in an aspect where somebody is viewed as the bad guy and then turns good, I think it would be like kind of like the reverse role setting in a different story. Okay. I don't know. I, I would I would enjoy it personally. I, I think Revan is the perfect character to do for that kind of story. Okay. Even if they start like back at the very beginning where he was good and then seeing him go to bad and then back to good, it would a lot add a whole bunch of dynamic to it. Do you think this is easily and I mean this why I say this is because you have a lot of complex things about this story. Mm-hmm. Not only do you have, like you said, the beginning where he is a good guy. Yeah. But you have to bring up the Mandalorian Morse without not mentioning that. You have to bring Malik into the picture. And you do have to bring, you know, the Jedi, the, the great Jedi War, the great Sith, or I think it's the great Jedi War. Um, and all this, and then bring into this Knights of the Old Republic time frame. Do you feel, let me ask you this, do you feel it works better as a show? A movie? Or animated, in this case? I think a show. I would like to see it animated, because I love animation, but I think it would work best as a show, because there's so much in his story, so much complex stuff, you couldn't fit it into like a two-hour movie. Okay. This would be something that would need to be like a Maybe not a long-running show, but like a decent-sized show to cover his story. Revan, a Star Wars story. Yeah. (laughs) But we make it a show. (laughs) (laughs) But this has been our Forgotten Force users, part of our Forgotten series. Again, um, we try to do one each month to kind of go over different characters to allow people to understand maybe, and especially this one, being legends as, you know, most of his lores and legends. He is canon, but very little is known about him in canon now. So, um, so yeah, tell us your thoughts about Darth Revan. Um, talk to us about the first time you met him. Tell us your thoughts about even a Knights of the Old Republic show or a movie, whatever you feel. Um, you can do that on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Common Talkers. You can listen to the podcast anywhere on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And without further ado, my name is Brandon. I'm William. And let the, may the force be with you. And also with you. <laughs>